This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermerva, and today in episode 84, we're going to be looking at the Evernote online filing system. Now, although I use Evernote, I've actually asked somebody who knows it even better than I do to come and be my guest today. So my guest is my daughter, Rachel, and uh, let me just first tell you a bit about her before we get into the actual topic. So Rachel is currently in South Africa where she's finishing off her PhD. She's a PhD candidate in media studies at the University of Colorado Boulder. Originally, Rachel started off by um, studying film production and psychology at Biola University. And in fact, her first feature film, Cicada, which was shot in Japan, she enjoyed her time there, won awards at the Heartland Film Festival, the LA Asian Pacific Festival, and the Guam International Festival. Rachel has spent four years already teaching at the undergrad level, and uh, she really enjoys her teaching experience. She's currently teaching the upper level course, Media and Popular Culture for CU Boulder. But more important for us, she also teaches the visual literacy class with Funda Funda Academy, our sponsor. So if your children enjoy film, um, any sort of visual media, Rachel knows her stuff. Um, She's a great teacher. I know she's my daughter, but the kids that have her have all said that. You can go read reviews. And it's a really fun way of getting fine arts credit, or you could also use it as a half semester of English. So welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. As I said, we are actually working here across time zones while Rachel is staying with my brother and his family in South Africa, writing, finishing up her dissertation there because South Africa comes into it. So let's get into Evernote. Would you just start off and explain what exactly is Evernote if our listeners haven't heard about that? Sure, absolutely. So Evernote typically describes itself as a digital notebook. I think you refer to it as an an online filing system but the way I find it to be more helpful to start to understand what Evernote is able to do is to think about uh, Evernote as a digital extension of your memory as sort of an external hard drive or uh, archive for the central processing processing unit that is your brain Um, their logo is an elephant because um, as the saying goes an elephant never forgets and Evernote is there to help you never forget Um, And I think it's helpful to think about it this way because as an app, it does so much more than other, uh, than a notebook can. Um, And people often compare Evernote to other um, note taking tools. For instance, you know, if you have an iPhone, um, there's a notes app on it. Um, But they really, it's like comparing apples and oranges. Um, uh, Evernote is far more than just a notebook or note taking um, tool. It is there to really organize and sort through um, all kinds of information and, um, uh, and data, essentially, that you come across in your daily life and, and put it in a way that it's easy for you to um, retrieve it. Just before we carry on, I must just mention the fact that Evernote 
does have a paid version, but there is a lot of functionality with the free version, which is all that I use. So just so you know that up front. Okay, so Rachel, can you tell us how did you start using Evernote? Yeah, um, so I started using it um, during my master's degree. Um, I was at um, Claremont Graduate doing a master's in media studies there, and I started realizing that it was a great way to organize the vast amount of information I was encountering. Um, so what I started to do was, um, for instance, if uh, the first day of class, um, the professor would hand out the syllabus, and the very first thing I would do is um, snap a photo of each page of the syllabus. And Evernote actually has an inbuilt um, uh, camera feature that automatically straightens, cuts the edges off of the documents so that they're clean, um, and uh, uh, basically processes the photos or of documents so that it's very clear to see um, words versus um, the background. So it, um, it darkens the fonts. Um, and I have the premium version of Evernote, um, and I've actually always invested in it because I find it to be one of the, it's one of the few pieces of technology that I actually pay for because I think it's really fantastic. Um, but it OCRs it, which basically means it makes um, words searchable. Um, and it does this not only for um, like PDFs and, and documents like my syllabus, but it would also do that for my notes. Um, as many of you know, as educators, um, it, Typically, it's better for your memory to take handwritten notes, and I find I do so much better in class if I jot down notes using pen and paper. Um, and I particularly love, I love beautiful leather-bound notebooks like Moleskins. I find it to be more enjoyable um, to write in them. And so I would take all my notes and my Moleskin in class, um, and then I would just take out my phone again and snap photos of each of the um, pages of my notes from class. and also send it directly to Evernote. And once again, Evernote would straighten the image, clean it up, um, and make it searchable, even with my handwriting. And my handwriting is atrocious. My mother will have confirmed <laughs> that. Um, and Evernote was able to read it. Um, and so suddenly I had um, all this material from my classes. And you know, anytime a classmate would bring in like a handout or um, share an image, I could just keep dropping it into a particular notebook that was for the specific class. Um, and then I would also tag things with particular topic, um, topics that we talked about in class. Um, so going back, you know, if I was taking different classes with different professors, but similar ideas were showing up across the different classes, um, I could also search for certain keywords and start realizing, oh, I can pull material from this class when I'm writing a paper for the other class because the areas um, overlapped. Um, and so that was when I started realizing how powerful um, this tool was to use to organize um, all the different kinds of things I was learning in class. Right, and uh, do you want to um, explain how you use it now? Yeah, so now, um, thank goodness I am no longer in classes. I was in classes for a very, very, very long time. Um, but I am still teaching classes, so I'm on the other end of um, the spectrum. And so what I've actually started using now is because not only can you capture um, external materials such as documents and photos and things like that and, um, and uh, handwritten notes, but you can also you know, manually actually type things into um, a note, just kind of like a word processor. Um, but what I've started doing is using um, Evernote to organize the material for teaching and for um, organizing lesson plans. 
So now what I do, for instance, is I have um, for every single class the semester, at the beginning of the semester, I will create a new note for each class day um, and I number them. And then I have my lesson plan. So I can actually think about the overarching scope of my classes and how I'm going to slowly develop material. Um, as something comes up in one class, I might you know, drop something into a note for a future day. Um, I can also, in that same notebook, um, include you know handouts. Um, I will include maybe I'll save the the, the readings that I'm going to give my students because you can drop in PDFs. Um, the nice thing, oh, something I did not note uh, note earlier, um, but Evernote is also fantastic for reading materials. So during my classes, um, we you know we were given a lot of um, PDF readings to do um, of, of quite hard journal articles, book chapters, etc. And Evernote also has um, annotation tools. So I, I find it particularly useful on say like an iPad um, or some sort of tablet, um, but you can also do it on your laptop. Um, but I would open up the readings that my professor would give me and I would use their annotation tools to highlight, to draw arrows, to add write notes in the margin. Um, you can also, they have these little icons that are like thumbs up and, um, or you can do like a cross symbol. So I would have all these sort of iconography too for saying like, oh, great idea, or oh, I disagree with that. Um, and I had simple sort of icons that I would post in different places in the, in the documents. And I do the same thing now as a teacher too. I will annotate. Um, I've actually found some, with some difficult readings that I assign my students, um, I will leave my own annotations in the margins for them so that they have some guidelines and signposts as they're reading difficult material that I've left for them. Um, yeah, so I do different things like that. And it's just fantastic because Evernote, um, you know, I don't know how often you've had a situation where you've been um, not in the classroom, you've been doing something completely different. You suddenly have a brilliant idea for an exercise to do in class or to do with your students, um, some sort of idea. Um, well, you can just jot it down into a place. You can carefully tag it, put it in the right notebook and know that you'll be able to return to it um, when you're ready to actually do something with that material. And Evernote syncs across all devices. So you can use it on your phone, on either Apple or Android phones. You can use it on your laptop, or you can use it on tablets, and it will sync across all of them. Um, so no matter where you are, if you suddenly have a brilliant idea, you will have it there um, ready to use. Yeah, I used to find it useful um, when you know, I was perhaps discovered curriculum in the middle of the year. And as you say, you don't want to really do anything with it, but you don't want to forget it. And then mm -hmm. it was easy just to have like, you know, a notebook with curriculum ideas. And I still do it as I go along and, um, you know, I find, I know I'm going to be developing some class and I suddenly see some useful website. I just come across it and I can just drop it in the notebook and know that I don't have to search to figure out what I did with it, but it's always there on the Evernote. Yeah. So do you want to take us through a couple more features before we finish up? Sure, yeah. So I mean, I think um, another one of my, probably my favorite feature that I use almost daily is the Evernote Web Clipper. Um, yes. So this goes kind of go back to this whole idea of, you know, when you suddenly have a great idea or you stumble across something, well, the Web Clipper is an extension for your browser. I believe it works with all the major browsers. I use it with both with Google Chrome and Mozilla Firefox. Um, and it basically works that if you come across a, an article that you uh, really like or find that it might be useful to, you know, assign in a class or to share with, you know, another mom or, you know, something along those lines, um, you hit the little button, the icon, and it, what it does is it 
lets you choose how much of the page you want to clip. So it's fantastic if you don't want to get all the ads, you can just clip just the article. Um, if you just want to clip a paragraph, you can do that too. And it basically works like a piece of scissors, you know, a pair of scissors, and you know, the newspaper where you would cut out an article. Um, but before you save it, you can you can annotate it, you can tag it, and then you can put it into whatever um, notebook you want to put it in. Um, so I actually I have one big notebook called Articles, um, just for everything that I find that is particularly interesting, and I will tag it. Um, so that I can find um, specific ideas later. Um, and then, you know, if I'm working on a specific research project, like for my dissertation, um, and I find an article that's particularly useful for something specific, then I tag it, uh, then I send it to a particular notebook. Um, so I love the web clipper. I find it extremely powerful. Um, it just means that I, I always have access to those fantastic random articles you sometimes find when you're mm -hmm. just wandering around the internet. Like I, I can always know that I'll be able to find it um, later on. Um, I really also appreciate, I think it's important to realize the actual organization of Evernote is what makes it powerful um, in that it is so easy to retrieve um, material and there's a variety of different ways to retrieve material. So firstly, um, and, and just to clarify here, I think the, the organization is what makes the retrieval um, possible. So this is sort of a two sides to the same coin. Um, firstly, you can organize things based on notebooks. So a notebook basically is comprised of individual notes and every note can be, it could be a blank slate that you type into, it could be an image, it could be a table, it could be something that you drop a PDF or a, um, a Word document, any doc, any kind of file on your computer can be dropped into Evernote, audio files too. Mm -hmm. um, and those all comprise notes, which make up a notebook. Then notebooks themselves can be organized into stacks. So there's multiple tiers of organization in that way. Then I've talked quite a bit about tags. You can also now organize things much like hashtags if you're using social media if you're familiar with those tags do the same thing as well so for example something i do um, with articles um, i usually will tag them with to read um, when i put them in but have not read them yet once i've completed reading an article i will delete that tag and replace it with read um, that's one way you can use tags you can also tag it with some keywords from the subject matter um, the article is about um, deforestation, you might do something about hashtag trees, hashtag ecology, et cetera, things like that. You can also add reminders to notes, like timed reminders saying, remind me to read this by a certain point or to re revisit it by a certain point. And you can also do to do um, checklist items within a note as well and add reminders to those. Um, I, so that's a couple of ways you can organize it. You can also organize and retrieve information by location. So everything becomes geotagged. Um, so let's say for example, you are in Hawaii and you remember you had some sort of great idea while you were on vacation in Hawaii. Now months later, you're trying to remember that idea you had and you know that you put, put it somewhere in Evernote. You can actually search by Hawaii and it will pull up all the notes that you created while you were in Hawaii. Um, so that's the geotagging. Um, as I said, if you have Evernote Premium, everything is OCR'd and becomes searchable. So even your handwritten notes can be, you can locate information in that way. Um, and of course, dates. You can also locate uh, material um, 
from when things are dated, when you, when you wrote it by the year. And it's quite powerful the ways in which you can organize based on that. Um, notebooks can be private or shared. So you can do something just for yourself, but you can also create notebooks that you share with your kids or with fellow educators, um, your colleagues and friends. Um, so for instance, like each of your students could have um, a notebook for each of their individual classes. And then maybe your kids would organize their notebooks in separate stacks for each semester. Um, but you as a parent could also have separate stacks for each of your kids and have within the, the different stacks your different kids, different classes, and you can organize it that way. Um, yeah, I think those are my, my main things. I mean, the big thing with Evernote is just to explore and to play around with it because I'm barely scraping the surface here. Um, there's just so much you can do with it. I, I, Rachel was the one I, I'm pretty sure who introduced it to me. And so I use it in a far more minimalistic way than she does, but um, I use it a lot also to plan our vacations. I like to just drop things and ideas in as I go along. But I do think it's such a great tool that it's one of the things that I teach students in the computer applications class. So um, if you do want your kids to be learning how to use things like this, do take a look at Funda Funda's computer applications. Because as I said, this is one thing that they, they actually do. We do cover and I do teach them how to use it so that they can be organized when they eventually get to college and they can start it in, in high school. Well, Rachel, thank you very much for uh, sparing some time to come and share with us. Absolutely. Well, it's a joy. And uh, I will see everybody else again, same time, same place next week. And don't forget, if you have a few seconds to go and leave us a rating and review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Goodbye till next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.